Welcome to the Scale Model Podcast. In this podcast, we aim to entertain, inform, and promote the hobby of scale model kit building with interviews, reviews, and news about the hobby. The podcast is available bi-weekly where your favorite podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also get it from our website at scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can find show notes, photo gallery, and so much more. You can also subscribe to get notifications on all our updates, new episodes, and video content. Please support the Scale Model Podcast on Patreon. Patreon supporters enjoy early access to content and exclusive contests. Your Patreon support helps us to offset hosting and other costs to bring the podcast to you. Welcome to episode 119 of the Scale Model Podcast, sponsored by Cult TV Man, Sean's Custom Model Tools, and Return to Kit Form. I'm your host, Stuart Clark, and this is what we call the post-Wonderfest recovery, hangover, whatever you want. Uh, two of two of our guests tonight are actually right in the middle of that. But first, first we'll talk about, because we actually have an even split tonight. We have two Canadians, two Americans tonight. So, you know, in the spirit of free trade and detente, first we'll start with north of Lake Erie, which is currently experiencing thunderstorms, just like I am. In the land of restored restored builds and restored cabins and other such good stuff, Mr. Jeff Island, how are you, sir? I am I am recovering from all the freaking labor and work and everything we've been doing down here. But you're absolutely right. We've got cyclonic clouds outside and thunder like crazy, so it's very exciting. But with any luck, the the listeners will be dramatically paused when we lose power. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we we hope that doesn't happen. We do notice the storm center seems to be just north of Sarnia is where our good buddy Dave, Dave Blappy, Gertan lives. So, you know, we're just we're just going to blame him. He's still giving off auras from Wonderfest, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he had a good Wonderfest. Okay. Also, uh, from west of Chicagoland, where they had a nice gentle rain today, unlike us in Ontario, where we go hardcore. Mr. Terry <laughs> Measley, how are you, sir? Well, not that that doesn't happen <laughs> here, but after three or so weeks of nothing, mm-hmm. a nice, long, all-day cool rain was very welcome. Awesome. Okay. And then last but certainly not least, our returning guest, President, I believe, still the Cincinnati Scale Modelers, talking to us from the WKR building with 10,000 watts of power in Cincinnati. It's Mr. Mike Ward. How are you, sir? Uh, good evening. It's a pleasure to be here again. Always appreciate and enjoy the show. You know, uh, weather here, we are also uh, recovering from a, a drought, and uh, we've got some rain coming tonight. So I'm excited to see that, uh, just a mild rain. And I am recovering from the Wonderfest hangover. So there we go. I appreciate that. that. I was just going to say, you're recovering <laughs> from a drought, and I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no. So let's get let's get right into Wonderfest, our favorite show of the year. Uh both Terry and Michael and Mr. Anthony Goodman, who's not here, and we have several theories on that, all went down to all went down to Wonderfest. So, uh, uh, Terry, why don't you go ahead and start and give us some of some of the details, some of the cool things you saw? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, to the contest room, uh, one thousand and forty nine entries, another record for Wonderfest. Wow. Um, I helped. Uh, get entries in in on uh, Saturday morning and there was the line was un unbelievable yeah, yeah. you've got four hours to get them in and everyone's down there waiting oh boy. almost it was almost all done in two and a half hours that's good and we're just standing around going this is this is really strange <laughs> like well guys I guess I'm gonna go or walk around for a while organization <laughs> see good organization that's but, what that's uh, what does it yeah so I helped 
organized the the demos this year and then babysat them. So I was pretty much in all the vehicle demos cool. hanging out there, at least getting them started. A couple of them I snuck down to the dealer room during, but uh, it was a really good slate of demos. Yeah. It was mostly construction demos this year mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of, with the exception of Blappies who showed his clear coat techniques Yeah, uh, on the vehicle side. It was all construction stuff. Everything from, um, Stephen Burns show, um, start kicking off both days with uh, showing how to work Blender. Um, right. He makes it look easy, but he's an excellent presenter. Um, and he has, of course, I'll have to get the link to that. Yeah, uh, He shared uh, Discord stuff, plus he runs like a, a five-part course online. Cool. This, sorry, Terry, does in. anyone ever record those demos? Uh, only if someone per- does personally. Oh, okay. Wonderfest is curious. not going to share, to record them and share them. No, that's okay. I was just curious. Yeah. The Blender one would have been interesting to catch. Yeah, well, he's got videos and he's got yeah. online books and and things like that. Right. That do like they're very set up for specific tasks. Yeah. Uh, which is actually really useful. Cool. Um, to uh, so BP Taylor brought his vac form stuff down. He brought uh, the little dental vac former you can buy and. One he built for it probably cost you about four hundred bucks now to build it, but the way he built it, he's got three different platens in it, so he can run three different sizes of plastic. And um, most of his work, if you've ever seen his work, it's it, they're generally gold. He finishes very well, but then they're all um, original designs for the most part. And he mm-hmm. does it, builds up blanks and backforms them. So then that's plastic, and he showed a whole bunch of techniques he uses. And that's what Wonderfest is, you know, show it and share it. Yeah. So, yeah. And and a highlight at the end of it, uh, Bobble Young, who scratch builds these big, I think one one forty fourth scale, I think, um, Star Wars Corvettes. So the first one we saw was the Hammerhead Corvette. Mm-hmm. And then he built the Corellian Corvette. Mm-hmm. And he scratch builds it. He It's all yep. styrene fabrication he's sharing these techniques on on all that kind of stuff he's an engineering professor he goes i I do the math and i do the cone section cut it out on my silhouette score the score the styrene on the silhouette cutter pop it off wrap it around this tube Mm -hmm. put it in boiling water no problem yeah Yeah. Yeah. you know that's all the 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 boiling water stuff i saw on a couple other ones like how do i do this i wrap it around this piece of pvc so i get the curve right Boiling yep. water. And there you go. But uh, cool. yeah, Bobble's hilarious. I'm going to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we definitely really have to. Good. I saw the, I saw the, uh, I saw the the model there, and it was monster and absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So uh, there, and it just goes on. There's so many good presentations. Very cool. All right, Mike. What about you? Uh, you know, it was a great time. I always enjoy the show. Thank you, Terry, for you know bringing me down. You know, about seven or eight years ago. I yes. love it. I uh, really don't want to miss it. You know, it, again, like Terry said, you know, over a thousand entries. It was fun just going through the being to many shows, going through the vendor room, and just the display room. You're elbow to elbow trying to get around. You know, <laughs> it, some people may look at that. Oh, this is horrible. I can't get around. But at the same time, it's like that's just a great tribute to how good this show is. Yeah. You know, so many people show up, so many entries. It was just phenomenal. So kudos to you know uh, Wonderfest for for a great successful show and breaking records again. You know, it, it, it's fun. You know, we go every year, 
and you, you build these friendships over time. And now, it, you know, you go, you see your friends every year. Everybody's excited to see everybody. It's kind of almost like, yeah, we call it now. It's like a family reunion centered around a model show. Yeah, it really is. It's just, you know, I had so much fun, you know, obviously entering, shopping the vendor booths, you know, spending more than I should. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, the real fun is when you really just get to, to network and talk with uh, the friends, you know, and then you meet new people on top of that. And, uh, you know, this year I got to meet Anthony Goodman for the first time and, you know, he, he was down and, you know, and back to Terry's, you know, comment earlier, you know, show and share. Yeah. You know, he was so generous. You know, I sat down with him in the, you know, I think, I don't know, Terry, correct me if I'm wrong, but the resident Illuminati, you know, kind of party room in the grant room yeah. there. Uh, yeah. We sat there one night, you know, over a couple of beers. And you know, of course he was drinking, you know, Dave Lewis's clear liquid. <laughs> oh yeah. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, made let's, yeah. Let's talk we'll, about that. We'll, we'll, Anthony on, was we'll, a... we'll, Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that. Hold okay. On, okay. We'll okay. All right. That. We'll come back to that. Yeah. But, but I just want to say how, how open he was to share his knowledge, you know, his, he, I think he won the best Mecca. He got the, he, he got the award for best Mecca and this, uh, was it a VF4, Terry, that he built? It's a VF1. Uh, VF1. Yeah, so, it looks stunning. But, but the was paint that, job was, was just... Desert? Was that the one in the desert? Yeah, the tan yeah. scheme one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The brownie. It was yeah, just brownie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but the paint job on this thing was just phenomenal. And I sat down with him probably for a good 30 minutes, and we just talked about how he did that. And he shared everything with me. He said, here's how you do it. You know, you, you prime it, you, you light sand it, and then you kind of, you know, thin your paints, you know, like 70 to 30 and just, you know, you know, instead of one or two coats, it might be seven or eight, but you build it up gradually and really get that depth. So I really enjoyed, you know, talking with him over that. So it was a lot of fun, but yeah, about the clear liquid. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was hung over Sunday morning. Oh, <laughs> what happened? Which is like, yeah. well, Dave Lewis gave me this stuff. It's like, you did not accept a liquid from Dave Lewis. Oh, did dear. Ah, uh, well, yeah, there was your yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I so, gather so, Dave's known for uh, <laughs> interesting things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so to put it in perspective, you know, the, the clear liquid that Dave Lewis was sharing it, it smelled exactly like to me a paint thinner. So oh, <laughs> oh like, dear. It had a very strong, you know, resemblance to that. It's like, well, I guess I'll drink it. You know, I had a little bit too. You know, but, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of went on with Terry. We stayed the beers, you know, some canned beers and, you know, we, we had a good night and a uh, fun evening. And then of course the, the cans disappeared and then I had to go to a bottle. It's like, oh, wow, I guess, well, who's got a bottle opener. There wasn't a bottle opener around, but you know, Ashley had this little bottle opener kind of, you know, thing attached to her cell phone. It was the funkiest thing I've ever seen. So she pulled it off and handed it to me. And I went to open the bottle and, you know, it was a little tough. And all of a sudden it, it kind of like just snapped. Oh, oh dear. Got the, got the bottle open, but then, you know, I'm just kind of sitting there and, you know, yeah, I'm getting ready to drink my bottle. And somebody looks at me and says, Mike, are you okay? Your hands kind of, kind of red. And oh. I looked down, I was like, Oh, we've, we've got an issue here. So, okay. We, we've got a nine one one moment. Oh, so dear. You know, Ashley, yeah, yeah. Ashley being the nurse, she was, she, uh, she, she took care of me and patched me up. So oh, that's good. Was this in the, was this in the Canadian embassy again? No, yeah. no, thank goodness. So the okay. resin Illuminati group, um, ah, Last year, they started makers. renting a uh, one run one of the rooms, one of the meeting rooms, mm -hmm. uh, because suites are <laughs> yeah, it, it's great, and I you know I I'm happy they do that because it's enough big enough that we we can sit down, you can have a bunch of conversations. That's yeah. good. That's yeah, good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So 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 Mike, as a you know, may I recommend as a Canadian? See, we always carry a bottle. Yes. Of, you know, like, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. You know, that's just 
you, yeah. you can't be Canadian without it. So yeah, I, well, I highly in, recommend that. Yeah. Well, in the spirit of the show, you know, I was trying to bring, you know, it's a sci-fi horror show. So I wanted to really bring a nice one-to-one <laughs> scale there of some horror. So there you go. There it's go. blood. <laughs> you know what? It. I think we could do a, I think we could do a category. Let's, let's do a bottle. <laughs> Slicing through a hand for next year. Yeah, yeah we can yeah, totally. I, I, you know, yeah. taking, one, <laughs> taking one for the team, Mike. Good for you. That's, yeah. That's impressive. Okay. So, yeah. so now, now let's, let's, let's talk about the serious stuff. Make sure our spouses aren't in the room. Uh, Terry. What'd you spend? What'd you buy? Uh, yeah. How bad were you? So we stopped over at Scale Reproductions. A great oh, little shop as well. Brother. Okay. I bought a few things there. Yeah. Um, I, I hadn't seen this fine molds A7M kit oh nice. it's like it's the Ooh, nice. the last uh, maybe the last version of the right. zero is terry will right? terry will send us a picture we'll throw in the show notes um but at, at wonderfest itself i i only bought two kits and or and then one i bought something from blappy as well yeah um from out of his collection um so i only bought those essentially three things but that's like 500 bucks worth of <laughs> so what you're gonna of things so what were the th- what were the three three so, things so cretaceous you have to jump in and you have to sort of qualify that you're still net ahead yeah you are well i'm not that money so uh, i sold probably about 800 bucks worth of mark young butts okay. at right. the show oh. uh, but that's not my money that's yeah that's Lisa's money. That's Lisa's. Ah. Now I have to cut her a check for, <laughs> for that. So, All right. Then. I used that money. I used that money to buy these things, oh, dear. <laughs> which is always dangerous having money in your pocket. Yes. Um, I want to get Sean um, folks on. He's Cretaceous Creations. Yes. So he does. He works with paleontologists. He does reconstruction stuff you see in museums and all that. And he has a line of his own kits as well. So I got this woolly rhinoceros oh very nice he had that at uh the prototype at last year's Wonderfest, and it's 115th scale it's it's a pretty Big good boy. size deal yeah but he's doing other snaps as well including um some that i want to get him on and talk about that that he's working with the paleontologist at actually bringing the that'd be neat Bring the, the science to life yeah. right um, because people think dinosaurs but dinosaurs weren't the only big things back then uh the the line of vertebrates that led to mammals was right. also big um that and i walked past a newer vendor i didn't recognize but then again i don't always know the guys and saw this the white wolf Ooh. yes yep elric the by white michael Morcock, authorized michael by the author yeah yeah here's nice. the story he's sharing this online and michael Morcock's daughter or someone um saw this because this is this this sculpt is is out of off of one of the books essentially That's gorgeous yeah. but he's on a boat and right. the sculptor didn't want to sculpt a boat so he sculpted some rocks essentially yeah. a cliff <laughs> face um and he got a message from michael moorcock saying um i like it i love it it's beautiful i know what garage kits are if you sell more than 200 of them you can give me a kickback cool. he's like uh knowing full well he's not going to sell 200 no no but still that's nice of him. um it's gorgeous and this this also is this is one eighth scale so it's very very nice wow. that'll be good yeah, size that'll I, be it, fun. The, it's a that striking says, sculpt that says a lot about michael moorcock though too I yeah mean, first thing i was like i didn't know michael moorcock was still alive 
<laughs> he was a hero of mine when I was a kid. Uh, he's yeah, pushing yeah, nine. He's pushing. He's pushing 90. up there. Yeah, he's getting he's up there. I know. 90. I I discovered that last year. I didn't realize he was still with us. But yeah. Yeah. And then I got. Um, this is what I bought from Dave. That one of the Vulcan cruisers from oh, Enterprise. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Dave's yeah. a dangerous guy. Just ask oh. Jeff to buy. Well, he's from. selling his stash. I should yeah. be selling mine, but I'm buying yeah. his. Yeah, Jeff's bought a couple too. <laughs> I almost get the sense I'm just trading stashes with the people. You know? That's what yeah. it is. It's it's like garage sales. You literally just just change it. Yeah. Okay, Mike, how about uh, you, sir? Yeah, you know, I I was better this year than last year. I spent like a fiend last year. This year, I contained myself, but I I, I got some really cool builds, and you know, I I picked up uh, some really good tools. So yeah. just awesome. little things, yeah, just little things along the way that uh, will help. So you know, one of the items I got, um, Blackheart models. Uh, you know, George Stevenson. You really mm-hmm. uh, know him for many years now, and uh, met him up in Minneapolis when I was on the business trip. So we had a, a great time there. But I got one of his uh, smaller scale Nosferatu's. So mm-hmm. I, I really, uh, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be one of the first figures I've done. It'll push me out of my comfort zone and I, I mm-hmm. want to try it just to see you know, where it goes. Uh, and then the, the other item I got, um, cult TV man was the, uh, Bandai star Wars, uh, at, at, uh, yes. I, I can't find it anywhere in Cincinnati. Yeah. So I went there kind of on a mission to find it and, I went Steve to a couple of booths. Yeah, I almost bought an NPC and an AMT. I was like, you know, went by his booth. He's the last one we got. I said, I'll there take you it. Go. There you go. Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve, Steve's good for that. Yeah. So I did uh by chance talk to a guy who um is who who bought out the speaking of Steve, bought out uh DLM's lighting stuff and, and designs and all that. And he's gonna be continuing those. So Don Matthews died a number of years ago. Uh, he had these little lighting kits for various subjects with mm-hmm. with little boards, little timer chips that, and all the LEDs you need and all that. And you would sell them as little packets. So those are going to be coming back. Awesome. Nice. Um, you know, speaking of Steve, because, you know, he did a post today and he's also one of our sponsors. Fair, fair disclosure. But he had some exciting stuff. They announced they announced some some new announcement, the Aurora Witch with the deluxe art box packaging that was the big thing reveal from doll and hobby and jeff you and i will like this also shadow shadowmobile interceptor and ufo from jerry anderson's ufo for 2024 i saw that you saw the interceptor there yeah that was nice i immediately thought of you yep i thought of you uh a lot of stuff coming out from round two updated death star tie bomber Mm -hmm. uss cirritos klingon battle cruise the 1650 reissue the Enterprise D fourteen hundred reissue, and Enterprise from Strange New World with updated parts. Uh, just yeah, all sorts of all sorts of goody things. So he's hopefully we're recording this on Tuesday the thirteenth. Hopefully we'll see a post from him uh, before we go live, and I'll link I'll link to it. So, yep, they had a great time too, and also an absolute ton of photo galleries as always uh we're gonna try try and link a few more i'm just looking at matt matt cook's pictures here yeah matt was a first time attendee yeah he had a lot of fun i love the one of the 2001 the aries landing with the bay opening up Mm -hmm. the first picture there just some absolutely amazing you know again every time every time you see the gallery from wonderfest i just i'm always blown away by the quality just you know, and again, over a thousand kits. Just, humor too. There's a yeah. lot of good humor in some of those things. Too. Oh, there are. There are. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of uh, variations of the classic Tinkerbell from Disney. 
I noticed a couple of those. I don't remember Tinkerbell being like that. No, I neither do I. Well, neither I mean, there's I. fairies, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's nicer than most fairies. Yeah, it's true. Does anyone know who built the 72nd F19 Air Racer? Because that looks really nice. It's, um, it's a couple in there. Are you on Matt Cook's photos? Yeah. You'll see it eventually, but it's it's nice. Let's see. Good silence is everybody looking through somebody else's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that's okay. Oh, that is a thing. <laughs> yeah, but just again, some just absolutely amazing work. Um, some of the figures, just yeah, just gorgeous. You know, with some with LEDs, and you know, um, is there any oh, that? That's yeah, that's ahead. Dave's. That's Blaps. You is see that the bla You see the little Blaps. Ah, okay. on that's it. what I thought. I wasn't sure. Yeah. So. so that's over on the demos. That's over on on rather the um, displays because yeah. Dave was not competing. Yeah, because he also had his um, his one one thousandth Intrepid class with the Rick Sternback decals, I believe. Yeah, that was on Rick's table. Yeah, that was on Rick's table, and it was good. He had him sign it. But just again, just some amazing work. The figures always blow me away. That shiny, oh, yeah. that shiny VF1 Roy Falker Valkyrie. Yeah, that's gorgeous, too. Um, that's a gold. Yeah. We, we all looked at that, and we're like, we saw two blemishes on it. Um, which, I don't see a blemish. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't unless you looked at it exactly right with the light. That's the judges, right? <laughs> we, that's we, right. We, we have to look for those things. I know. Um, yep. it's, Go yeah, ahead. it's shinier than you usually see for Valks, but uh, it's a cag bird, right? It's highly yeah, polished. Exactly. It, uh, it, it was it was gorgeous. I don't know. I read, I read I read something in one of the Facebook feeds on Wonderfest that somebody was saying that like everybody got an award. It was like everybody wins a prize day or something. No, no. Uh, so so there's different teams doing. I, I don't want to talk too much about the judging politics this time around. Uh, uh, it's I, I can silver. tell you. It's I can gold. tell it's you not, what it's... vehicles judging was like, and there were plenty of things that we just gave check marks to. That, yeah. And on the sheet, that just means we saw it. Yeah. Uh, that not everything got merits. Um, yeah, that was it. It was merit. Somebody got you know worth merit or something like that. Yeah, because it's 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 like amps, right? They do gold, silver, bronze. They don't right do for right. second, third. So yeah, it's a yeah, bit more. They're open categories. Yeah. Um, so there's different and, judging for different categories then. Yeah, there's there's teams of judges. Yeah. yeah. And so I, you know, someone had asked me something. Well, I didn't judge that one, but let's go look at it and I'll tell you what I see. Yeah. The other one I really, really like for an innovation was the sea view, the sea view finds the Nautilus, like the Nautilus from uh, 20,000 Leagues, the Disney version. That yeah. was neat. Where are you seeing these pictures? I I thought I saw every photo. He's probably at the bottom of it already, I'm, right? I'm near the here. You know what? Tell you what I'll do. Tell you what I'll do. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry about it. Just 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 trust me on this. Just, I'm sure it's great. But I want to see it too. Hang so on. do all our so do all our listeners, by the way. Well, you know, we can we can point that out. There's there's the one I'm looking at, Jeff. I'm sharing mm. my screen. Oh, that's kind of cute. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So the Sea View finds it, and then yeah, just some you know really cool. You know, different i different ideas, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's what the Wonderfest is fun is fun for. I mean, amongst other things, yeah, just the variety of imagination that's there. Yep, exactly. You know, Ferengi. You know, per, okay. slightly different R two D two. Just you know, some very cool things. This I liked from the MPC oh table. All the different scales of eagles. Mm, that's something. 
Yeah. What scale is that one in the back? That's huge. I'm not sure, but those maybe it's the, studios. Those would be some of the would be the actual studio scales. No, it's huge. There might be that some of the studio some. props. Do you know who that was? Well, that was the display in um what was the gentleman's name, Terry? Was it Nate? Um Oh Nick Tate. Nate, Nick Tate who yeah. played out yeah. Yeah, Alan yes. Carter. Yeah, yes. yeah. That was right next to his table where he was signing autographs so yeah they obviously yeah because i know i know that there was a whole group that of space yeah. 1999 fans that yes. brought a lot of stuff yes. in but anyway we're gonna we're gonna throw a lot more pictures there um from what i gather our local group did did did, did, did quite well our good buddy from our club bill webb was there again with that gorgeous figure he did um yeah. so yeah he had, he had a couple there he also had a uh that one of those fantasy uh, i can't remember which japanese animation show it was from but uh, like a like a racer or something a, a, that he had done with the Wonder Bread logos all over it. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, it was a van. It was a van ship. Van uh, ship. Uh, yeah, a van yeah. ship from Last Exile. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get to judge that, so I didn't get a really good look at it. He was wondering what. You can always wonder what judges see. What, yeah, what I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to get like a photo that. from him of that. Cause yeah, I thought good. that was a great execution, though. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Scott has a lot of fun ideas. He's the he's the guy who did the uh, the X wing and Canadian snowbirds markings last year. He bought a couple figures from Mark's collection. He bought oh, one I was tempted to keep, but here you go. So we'll it up, man. I want to see it at a Wonderfest. Well, no, yeah. well, we have our build night tomorrow, so we'll grill them on on all that. So yeah. we'll make sure we'll make sure well, we do did, that. He was kind enough to pick me up a Thunderbird two kit uh, that I've been salivating over for several years so excellent that'll be good well you'll, you guys will have to send us uh, uh pictures of, of of some of your purchases please and we'll add those to the show notes as well okay other shows the malaysia hobby show for 2023 was on this is another huge show down in the down in malaysia obviously and again the quality of the kits i've linked to the um the modeling news had a had one of their reporters there and a ton of photos. I've also linked to the Facebook page. Again, just hundreds of pictures and just amazing work. Absolutely amazing work. I heard they add to just an absolute ton of stuff on the table. Um, yeah, it looks yeah. like it. Yeah, so definitely check check that out. I know uh, it's always popular. And, uh, you know, their Facebook page is very good when they go through the awards and all that. So you can see a lot of the individual awards mm. and stuff like that. So, uh, very cool there. Definitely, uh, definitely check, check, check that out as well. All right. And since we have Mike on, we should, we should talk. It's not until October, but he, you have your, you have your model show coming up a month after ours. We do. Yeah. Again, in the, uh, Cincinnati, uh, we call it model natty. And uh, it's at the Tri-State Warbird Museum. You know, we're on three years now, and I think we've really uh, figured it out. You know, we awesome. have, uh, you know, it, it's a great you know museum, and they've got uh, seven fully restored uh, flyable World World War II aircraft. Mm -hmm. And you know, with that, we've got uh, one hangar. We will have all of the models on display, and the other hangar we have uh, approximately uh, fifty-three vendor tables. And uh, yeah, it's a great show. We typically typically get maybe 400, 450 people show up. Cool. And uh, with that, uh, roughly, uh, I would say maybe 40 entrants, 375 uh, 
uh, models on display for judging. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's a great little show. We've got uh, great feedback over the years and it just seems to be getting uh, better every year. So awesome. really, uh, really looking forward to the show. Yeah. It's a uh, Saturday, October uh, 21st this mm -hmm. year mm -hmm. and uh, hours are pretty much, you know, nine to four. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a great little venue and uh, hope uh, anybody uh, listening to the podcast can come out. Definitely. Well, yeah. we'll also have you on before the show again, and we'll make sure yeah. we, we plug it again. Yeah, I love. We love having our Heritage Con Museum. There's something yeah. special about it. Just it really makes a difference. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, other news. We also have the podcast. We have a merchandise page now because I noticed your IPMS Club has a has a merchandise page as well. Everyone seems to have a merchandise page. So we decided to get on the bandwagon. So I'm working with Redbubble, and I've just kind of started. I just got the single logo right now, and throwing it on a bunch of things. You see all these expensive models I hired. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, eh? Um, but yeah, I didn't, so... I didn't, I didn't realize you had so many people in your family. I know, eh? So many friends, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, we got stickers, we got glossy stickers, you know, all the standard stuff, mugs, pins, stuff like that. I'm still playing around with it. Um, I like the fact these guys have a desk mat. They're, they seem to be popular these days. So anyway, I've added a link also to our website, scalemodelpodcast.com. There's a merchandise link there and we'll have it in the show notes. So yeah, feel free. It does help. You know, we, 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 we do get a cut and it helps support the podcast. So, uh, definitely, uh, check that out. I'll, I'll, I'll try not to bore, bore people too often about that, but you know, what can I say? I'm going to totally. I'm going to bore them anyway. So, you know, okay, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, we had a couple of interesting things in the mailbag. And of course, you know, as soon as I said that, I closed the damn page. Um, a lot of good comments we had. Um, who did I send? Did I send you one, Jeff? I sent you. Yeah. Someone? You yeah. What was a gentleman was reading some of the books we were talking about last week? Yes. Well, he, he, uh, he loves reading books about the specific war in particular. And, uh, so he wanted to ask me if uh, I would accept him as a Facebook friend so we could chat. And I did. And we haven't actually chatted, but I'm seeing his feeds now. And it's very interesting. And yep. Bob Bear. It's Bob, Bob Bear. And he's in Char Charlotte, North Carolina. So, uh, Bob, uh, great to meet you. Or great to at least meet you through Messenger. And uh, the voice of Bob. I love that he's got a... He's got a uh, website called www.thevoiceofbob.com. He's a voice uh, actor. I guess he reads uh, books and various mm -hmm. other things and does commercials, so it's kind of fun. Yep, yep, that's going to be fun. So, yeah, so uh, a lot of good links. Some people were commenting on some of the – because uh, Terry was doing a lot of sharing on Facebook, so a lot of, of uh, from Wonderfest, so we were doing a lot yeah. of sharing there, a lot of positive comments there. Great. Um, yeah, I was trying to get some videos. I, I got a few, but um, just little okay. – say hi videos john eves did one and that's just yep. after i bought that elric kit yep no and, and uh, i was trying to nice get a few macros. others but yep. yeah i'll try to do that more you got a great section of the macros including anthony's kit and yeah as you say a lot of macros goodness so definitely so as as always don't forget you can always send us an email at scalemodelpodcast at gmail.com and we're happy to uh, read read the emails and you know we'll go from there all right Hobby announcement time, kids. So, Atalari, latest June releases. The one I'm particularly excited about, um, but we'll get to that in a minute. The AMX Ghibli? Ghibli? I can never. Ghibli, yeah. Ghibli, 172nd scale. It's a single-engine ground attack aircraft. Uh, it was a collaborative effort between the Italian and Brazilian aircraft industries. 
So it was retained. It was uh, initiated in the eighties to re- replace the Fiat G ninety one fighter bomber. Um, so yeah, they had an aerodynamic by a high swept wing and had a Rolls Royce Spey engine, could achieve a thousand kilometers an hour. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I I don't know if this is a repop. It says it's new mold. So there you go. So I don't recall seeing this. Yeah, this says before, it says so. new mold. So and I know yeah. some people were excited when it was announced. Uh, so okay. it looks good. And it's not related to Studio Ghibli. No, it's not. We, we presume not. <laughs> we hope not. No, we definitely hope not. Let's hope not. Um, so, yeah, that looks pretty nice. Nice looking uh, built up thing. Then we have their 124th for Freightliner heavy dump truck for the truck guys. Uh, this looks like a repop. Um, but again, nice looking. You got five different markings for it, five license plates. Um, yeah, late 70s sort of thing. You see these by the dozens on the road still. Um, yeah. yeah, nice one there. Then we have the M1A, M1A1 Abrams, 135th scale, four marking uh, choices on the box, various camo schemes, including one in the uh, Austrian Australian Army. So you don't see those too often. So our friends in Australia will like that. Uh, a couple in U.S. and European ones, European schemes, one in the desert scheme. So, yep. Nice looking one there. And last but not this one, I'm really excited. I remember these when I was a kid. The 112 scale F-16 cockpit. I remember yeah. seeing this and I wanted this so badly. They did this one and they did an F-104 cockpit. And uh, yeah, just, you know, great scale if you really want to detail it up. And of course, what everyone loved is the F-16 had had the, had the, had the um, seat on the angle, more of an angle mm-hmm. to help with G's. That was very new at the time. Um, so yeah, 115 parts, uh, fully detailed ACES to ejection seat, complete cockpit dials and decals, you know, and, 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 and you could build this up pretty good without photo etch or anything uh, at the time. It came up nice. And, uh, you know, it's a nice looking kit if you like the F-16. <laughs> yeah, I've seen these once sure. in a while. You've seen these in the wild, but it's nice yeah. that they're repopping it. I don't recall ever seeing this. It shows more than maybe once or Yeah, twice. you didn't see them a lot. I remember seeing the odd one in the store, and I, I keep, you know, it's one of those ones. It's like, do I or don't I? If I ever saw it for a good deal. But it was, yeah, it was quite the thing. And I said, they had the they had the F-104, and I was always kind of hoping they'd do a few more, like an F-14 one would be cool. But obviously, the market wasn't there. But, you know, it's nice to see they are repopping it. So a little bit of a trial. Okay, for the armor folks, IBG's 135th Chevrolet C60L Ambulance. <laughs> uh, this is a new one. We're gonna we have the art box art and some CAD images. I know the armor guys will be excited about this. Yeah, you know. So yeah, sure. cab 11, cab 12, cab 13. The war began. They produced both companies. This is Chevy and Ford produced more than half a million units. Um, so yeah, some nice photos from our friends at the Modeling News, and the cat images look 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 good. Again, I don't know how accurate they are, but they look nice to me. So yeah, any other comments on this one? No, looks great. Another soft skin vehicle to add to the yeah model tables. Full interior. You're going to see a lot of these showing up on the tables with dings and scratches. Hopefully, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just built for that. 
Exactly. All right. And then this one's very exciting. So oh, this, like is, this one. I'm using hobbies, the Abrams 10 or the Abrams X, whatever you want to call it. This mm -hmm. is the next generation Abrams tank. Uh, so General Dynamics has been, they officially un unveiled its future main battle tank concept late in 2022. Um, so basically, it's kind of what they feel like this is what's going to be next for tanks after the M1. Um, so you know, it looks badass. It's got multiple, it's a highly revised turret that features multiple electro optical sites, remote weapon station, sporting a 30 mil chain gun. Uh, it's in futuristic urban camouflage. It's got a 120 millimeter cannon. Um, but it's also, it's a hybrid powertrain. The general dynamics says this will result in a 50% fuel saving. A hybrid diesel electric system will allow it to operate silently while sitting idle and possibly for short durations at low speed. Yeah, because tanks are kind of noisy. You kind of hear yeah. them coming. And they sit there burning fuel to run yeah. their air conditioning. Mm. Yeah. So the other interesting thing, which is kind of like you don't see very often in Western uh, armies, but obviously they think they have all the bugs out of it. Unmanned turrets going to have an auto loading ammo system. Wow. Uh, the Soviets were big on that, but there was always trouble. So the crew goes yeah. from four to three. Um, and basically everyone's in the main hull. So no one's in the turret anymore. Um, it's 20 tons lighter than its predecessor. Wow. Yeah, that's 60 huge. tons. Yeah, that's a big wow. thing. And uh, so they had this at various armor, you know, defense shows and all that. Um, so, yeah, they are going to, uh, Amusing's going to build this. Yeah. 20 tons lighter, it might actually be able to cross bridges. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, it's only 60 tons as opposed to 80 tons. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So this is just CAD so far. Um, you know, unmanned turret. There's a remotely controlled, you know, MG side skirts. Oh, there's also the switchblade drone that the real thing can launch. So that's like that German one we looked at. Yes. So it's going to have its own drone. Um, so that'll be a fun one. Yeah. Is this, isn't it, just look at the the front on view. Doesn't this look, this tank look like it's got an attitude? It's got the oh, two yeah. eyes and a twisted little mouth on it and everything. They better not put AI in it or we're all doomed. Yeah, I know. Oh, ogre. Already. Well, this is this essentially is an ogre Mark One, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just not 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 Mark Two adds the AI. Yeah, that's right. Then we're all then we're all screwed. Exactly. Oh I know. I know. All right, moving on. This one I'm kind of excited about. Again, not too much of a surprise. Uh, Tacom's been making all sorts of different turret from classic ships. So this time they have the HMS Hood, the 15 inch gun turret B from the Hood. And this is gorgeous. So this would be the uh, the second turret. Um, yeah. Very cool. They have, uh, looks like a little hedgehog system on top or something. I think that's, I think it is a hedgehog. It's a hedgehog. Yeah. Looks like it. Looks like it. Yeah. Got the range finders on either side. Yeah. Yeah. Large space. Cause again, it's the number two turret. You got photo etch. So yeah, this is this is gonna be nice. And again, you've seen you've seen the other ones, the Bismarck and other turrets. So uh yeah, this is quite the uh popular thing they started, and it's obviously doing well because they're continuing. So this one's 32 centimeters in length, 170 second scale. Very cool. That's a good size. That's a good size. That's a good size. It's a big gun. Yeah. Absolutely big gun. Okay, next up we have Ravel's going to come out with a 24 scale N1 Starfighter from the latest season of The Mandalorian. 
So this is the modified one with all the, uh, shall we say, modifications. This is the replacement for the Razor Quest. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this looks absolutely badass. Yeah, they, there was a test shot and it, it did look good. Looks very good. Mm. Yeah, I, I wasn't that interested in the original, but this one I would probably, you know, 24 scale, 24 scale, 90 pieces. And I'm sure there'll be photo etch and other things coming out eventually. So this is an early work in progress from Ravel. They do say that on their photos. And of course, there's an extra seat for Grogu. Of course, you need to have your Grogu <laughs> figure. You know, so I'm st I've still got to watch. I'm about three left to watch. I'm so far behind on my sci-fi. It's not funny. So and but, someone's gonna someone's gonna come out with the resin or 3D printed oh, yeah. uh, British helmet uh, droids. Those little, uh, you know, uh, three Stooges type droids that are work that work on it. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're already out. Yeah, that would be cool. Make a little yeah. diorama of them fighting sweetly. Yeah. 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 Stooge droids, exactly. Okay. <laughs> also from uh, Border, along with big things, uh, we have the 135th scale from the Russian-Japanese War in 1905, a 28-centimeter howitzer. This is a big beast. Big-ass gun with the rotating uh, base for it. Uh, yeah, these were used. Uh, it was developed around 1892, and it was employed in the second Sino-Japanese role war and the russian japanese war during the siege of port Ar 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 arthur so yeah bloody huge i bet that would make a hell of a lot of noise Interesting. yeah these you see some of these historical mortars and you're like how did that even like it must have worked yeah how did they move it <laughs> yep oh they that's they have to pick it up with a crane or what yeah, yeah. just to move them around but yeah the once it's on that that road that rotating base it, it kind of stays there they also reactivated them at the end of the second world war for coastal events because they uh. were anticipating the allies uh there was 13 and then uh soviet during the Man invasion of manchuria in 45 by the russians uh they deployed two batteries in an area and they yeah and there's one still done restored yeah this looks really nice they only have box art and cat images so far but uh coming soon so definitely, wow. again, another interesting release from our friends at Border. Okay, my good friends at Special Hobbies. All lots of good news there. I just again wanted to link link to their awesome newsletter because they always talk about cool things. They are talking about the the top rated and the best selling model kit was the AH1G Cobra uh, that received the Model Fan Model of the Year award at Nuremberg. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, they've got a whole bunch of stuff there. They're also talking about some of the re-releases, including the Seafire, um, lots of 3D printed stuff, you know, stuff we've covered a little bit, but again, they do have a couple of releases, including the, uh, the 148th 1QS Cobra and U.S. and Turkish Army Service, the Mirage F1, and this is an Iraqis, and my understanding is you don't see these Iraqi schemes hmm. too often of the Mirage F1. And then, of course, that very attractive-looking CFR, FR, the Mark 46, and, of course, masks for them all, all the usual amazing things. I love the little World War II aircraft maintenance toolbox in 132nd mm -hmm. scale. That's kind of cool. Uh, you know, pilots, the Beaufort set, all that good stuff. Yeah. 
And then I did want to point out they did have, and I know a lot of naval guys, aviation guys will be interested. Uh, they are going to come out with a T2 Buckeye in 132nd scale. Yeah. In various be- screams. Yeah. I know a lot of guys who like US maritime aviation. They're going to like this. A couple of schemes there. So they're going to have one with a uh, white, blue, red machine for the Navy and one from Greece. And I'm sure they'll be aftermarket stuff. So very early in the thing. But yeah, that looks. Interesting. That looks looks very nice, and I know that will attract some attention. All right. Our good friends at Tamiya, they've been busy with Shizuka and everything. So this is their July releases. A couple of dinosaur sets that they've released. Uh, They have obviously, we have talked about the Lockheed Mark and the F-35, the Lightning II. We've talked about it already, but that officially comes out. I know it's already made its way to a couple of our fellow podcasters' uh, houses. So, uh, you know, we know they'll be working on it. I did hear something about you can't build it with the weapons bay open, I heard. So there might be an aftermarket, some stuff there. I would think so. Yeah. And then under tools and paint, I don't know why they have monorail train, but it's a model of a monorail train. Well, it's actually, it's more like a little toy monorail train. Yeah, I think that, yes, towards a single rail. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, they do a lot of scientific stuff, too. I want a hobby. I want a hobby workshop where I can have a little monorail going around the top, like the train that zips. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. So they have the base train, and then you can looks like you get some extra extra rails. So that's kind of cool as well. All right, Uh, this one I saw a while ago, like about a week or two ago. Then I saw the official release on Armorama. This is just kind of cool. This is a one thirty fifth fuse sixty five. Wurzburg Reese radar from Hauler. So this is made from, this is a German radar set dish, resin, photo etch, laser cut, and clear photos. And just look at the detail on this thing. <laughs> this is a definite photo etch has to be your friend. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian would yeah, love oh, this. Yeah. yeah, but like, look at the parts. Like, this yeah. is very cool. And again, if you're into the photo etch and that, then, you know, and again, similar to like people are building turrets. So why the heck not? And this is the kind of thing that would be great for like steampunk sci-fi, uh, you know, messing around yeah. with it. Thirty-fifth scale, so you can put whatever in you want. So yeah, yeah, you know. And uh, they also did, you know, they were also used after the war. So the Dutch got some, and they used it for some early early radio astronomy. So yeah, and apparently a couple were used until '94, and one is still occasionally used for experiments. From an article, that's one of the com- that's one of the uh, comments. So I love this. Give border models a little while. We might even see a one thirty fifth B seventeen flying fortress to round it all out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I looked at this and I, and I immediately had like uh, I don't know post traumatic stress or or maybe photo etch traumatic stress just looking at this. I know, I know. I look at that and I yeah, but <laughs> you know, some guys are just gonna do a fan- fantastic job on it. But I had to include. Oh that. yeah. That was really cool. And I know we talked about this one at our last build night for, again, for people who don't have enough big things, JetMad, our good friends at JetMad who like building big things, 148 scale Lockheed P2V7 Neptune. I mean, it's late. It was supposed to be released. I mean, if you've got a 48 scale B25. Well, exactly. On on your bench, that's the same size. But yeah, these, these, all these Lockheed Naval patrol aircraft are, are fantastic. And I, I, I did sign up for information on it. 
it will be available with a 20% discount for pre um, reservations until July 31st. There you go, Terry. There you go. Don't let it slip if you want to. If you want one of these, and if Terry gets one, we're we're sure to have it. If I buy one, I'm going to have to, like I did with another big purchase, I'm going to have to sell enough stuff to offset it. (laughs) Isn't that always the way, right? Birds of the stash. Birds of the stash. All right. Okay. And speaking of having to sell stuff for what we need to purchase, let's separate Jeff from his wallet. Uh, by going to Scalemates, the new releases and new tool, just to see what they have. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I looked at this immediately, and the, the thing that grabbed my attention is the one without a picture. It says, check back. Yeah, Voyager 1, <laughs> Space 1999, from June 13th, Time Slip Creations. Yeah, but but what is Voyager 1? I think it was, their, it was their long-range probe. It was destroyed when the moon... That had the explosion. It had an eagle head. It was like a very long. It looked a little bit like light, like the Discovery, but you slapped an eagle head on the end. All right. Well, I want to see this. I, I, I have no idea, but I want yeah. to see this. All right. Well, so, time slip does it. It'll be nice. Yeah. And let's see some armor here. Uh, a bee wolf because they just released one in the one sixteenth. So you know, a cat in one seventy second. What's this Ultra Hawk from Wave? One to one four four. Looks like something from anime. Yeah. That looks cool though. Um, apparently, it's from the, the Ultra Seven series. Okay. Yeah. You skipped right over Gecko models. Uh, Saigon, Su- Sh- Saigon shuttle tricar with driver and passenger, <laughs> and the storage <laughs> container set. How could I do that? My goodness. How yes. Could you do that? I know. Um, what else here? Let's see. Let's go down to just keep going. Anything we talked about the Abrams, Bumblebee yeah. from the Transformers, new tool Bumblebee, a new tour Optimus Primal, Optimus Prime. There's so, lots of small airplanes. Yes, yeah, L- 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 Arsenal's releasing oh, wow. a bunch of stuff in both 350 uh, and 700th for air- aircraft. Mm. So they've got an E2 Hawkeye folded, unfolded, folded. Sky Rays, Warriors, Sky Rays, all different scales for various, you know, for your carriers of all the various schemes folded like an absolute ton and different marks too, right? They got the EA3B, they got the A3D2, you know. Like some of the detail on these things is insane. I know. I'm looking at the 84 Sky Raider folded wings. That looks fantastic. That's one seven hundred scale. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Scary. Well, you know, you you do have a. I'm just saying, you have a you have a carrier in your stash, and it does have Hawkeyes. Just saying, yeah. on your Enterprise. I'm just nothing. I'm trying to start. Anything, what Jeff. period was it? The Vietnam uh, period. It's the Enterprise, so it, he could do it but from. It's post the. Uh, it's after they did the refit to get rid of the square. Uh, what was it called? The weird the weird tower that they had. I I can't remember what they called it, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was the later version. That's fine. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, all sorts of neat stuff there. And then we have what else? What else? Anything else? See anyone else? See anything neat? We talked about the tiger. Why did I get back to June suddenly? Wow, that's weird. Yeah, I'm back hmm. in April. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know that's weird. Scalemates had a little burp, I think. Yeah, nothing much happening there. I must. Hmm. June eighth. Here we go. I I reloaded. Let's see here. No, it's still going back. Hey, Stuart, are you keeping uh, keeping your uh, Scalemate stash register up to date? Oh, never. I got so much behind there, it's not funny. <laughs> I got mine up to date. I got yours up to oh, date. No, I got to add Thunderbird, too. You got to add Thunderbird, too. All right. 
Let's see here. Oh, here we go. I I reloaded it. I reloaded it, and now I'm getting a lot more stuff here. Let me send you the chat, gentlemen, and the link, and try that one. Because this one has a lot more stuff. June 3rd, the Flying Saucers, one three fiftieth again, from Modeler's Headquarters. Look at all this stuff. Mm. A lot of experimental stuff. A lot of 3D printed stuff. Diglock, whatever the Diglock is. M40, 135th scale. Like, I'm getting the same ones. Oh, interesting. Not, All right, let me try to reload. But anyway, because I've also got here the Sea Brace trolleys. Yeah, Nautilus and there's. Models. Yeah, and they did a uh, a display catapult base. It's not a full yeah. catapult. It's just a section of it. Yeah. So again, but again, all sorts of cool things coming out. We are indeed in the golden age. Do we need to say anything else? We just need to say yes. We're in the golden age. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. And that's soon our, we will be gone. Yes. That's from our good friends at Scalemates. All right. Speaking of good friends, let's. We talked about Steve at Cult TV Man before, but let's do an official ad farm right now. Let's talk a little bit about Cult TV Man post Wonderfest edition. I know Steve and his bunch had an absolutely amazing time at Wonderfest. Huge crowds, huge number of uh, kits there, as we've been talking about. But let's talk about specifically what they had. Um, lots of new announcements. The Aurora Witch has deluxe art box pa packaging from Dolan Hobby. Uh, the prehistoric scenes Cave Bear and Sabretooth Tiger from Atlantis. Round two and an absolute ton of stuff. Star Wars Land Skeeter, Speeder at 112. An updated Death Star TIE Bomber. USS Cerritos from Lower Decks. Klingon Battlecruiser, the 1650th reissue. The Enterprise D, the 11400 issue in translucent plastic. Uh, the USS Enterprise from Strange New Worlds with updated parts. A reissue of the Discovery Enterprise Aztec decals. The 11003 fit and reliant Aztec de decals and the Enterprise D Aztec decals. Also, uh, some previews from AMT, the Shadowmobile, the Interceptor, and the UFO from Jerry Anderson's UFO series for 2024. Lots of uh, other stuff. Jurassic Park, Spinosaurus, The Wolfman, Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein and the Mummy from X+, Plus, a seated Metropolis robot, Marilyn Monroe, the Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, all details to come. So again, just uh, amazing stuff. If you want to know what else is out at the store right now, they've got the the Fly Glow in the Dark from version from Monarch Models. Of course, the Ed Boss Ed yeah Ed Ro Ed Roth Boss Fink from Atlantis. See how excited I am. Uh, also, Gamera 1999 from X Plus one to seven hundred scale. You could do some pretty cool diorama ideas there with the uh, w with the big giant turtle, friend of all children. The Scorpion Studebaker Gasser Keeler's Custom in 125th. Check that out. And, of course, Aztec paint masks for Eagle 4 from our good friends at Aztec Dummies. So, again, check them out. CultTVManShop.com and CultTVMan and tell them the Scale Model Podcast sent you. Okay, we're back. I had a little bit of time on the bench. Guess what? I found that missing landing gear bay. Where was it? You say it was right in front. Oh, okay. So I was on a I was on a chat session with like Dave Goldfinch and a couple of guys from the Posse and and stuff like that. Once in a while, I was telling them about it, and then I looked over because I was trying to reach for something. It was on a paint stick because I needed to finish 
finished doing a second coat and mm -hmm. it was on top of a display. It was on top of one of my set of drawers, but when I sit, it's just out of reach. It's kind of towards the back, but it's like, I saw it and I went, son of a, and they go, you see, you, see? You, yeah. you put it somewhere safe. Didn't I know you? I did, obviously. So and you'll never find it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, you <laughs> know, my, I got wound up appropriately, but that's good. Cause I was able to paint that. I got the landing gear on. She's on her feet. And all I've got is just a couple of little parts left. So it should be done by tomorrow, I'm hoping. Um, it looks good. I could have weathered it more, but I, I like what I've done. Uh, thanks to uh, Mike Hill for the Australian decals. And this was for the um, model airplane maker, the scale airplane maker, uh, Let's Get Pacific group build. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I did enjoy doing it. You know, you always learn something new. I had the one, my two interesting things. So I used the AK Gen 3. I used it for the underside and for the green color. And then I didn't have the brown color in that particular paint set because it included the gray, like the later schemes. But this one used the brown. So I used the Tamiya. And Tamiya has a new color for Japanese self-defense fourth brown. I think it's XF72, and people are saying it's closer to the color, and I have to admit it is. I got that, but again, no issues. They happily played played nice together. Um, I put a base gloss coat on, kind of a semi-gloss. I just put a couple of coats on the aqua gloss. Um, the decals from Mike went on very, very well. Um, so, yeah, it's just the last little, you know, couple of bits, antenna and, and stuff like that. So I was really pleased. The only bummer part was I had the... Um, the micro, the micro solutions, the masking fluid. I've never had problems with it, but this time, for whatever reason, uh, it didn't like the AK. I had a devil of a time getting it off. Hmm. Um, so that was interesting. I got it off eventually, but it was a lot of fingernail rubbing off in that. So I'm going to have to watch that, and I'm going to test that again because it was. It was the AK color. It wasn't the Tamiya because the Tamiya normally just comes straight off. So that was good. Um, and then next up, of course, the MiG-37. It's been primed. I'm just making the final choice of what I'm going to do for a what-if. I've been debating between Macross. I've got some Captain Scarlet decals. I might, although in the end, I think I'm going to do another RCAF what-if. I'm going to do like, like like the counter to the F-19 and say like, you know, a Russian scientist, Mr. Mig, decided decided to defect because when he was here once, he discovered a love of maple syrup and poutine. I think okay. I'm going to I think I'm going to write it up that way. So we'll see what happens. It's a nice, nice looking kit. And then I really I'm really having a devil of a time deciding what to do next. So we're going to see. We're gonna we're gonna have a look. I'm off for two weeks on holiday, so that's kind of nice. Hopefully, I'll I'll get some more bench time. Jeff, how about you? You 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 are doing the most interesting things right now. <laughs> well, I've been doing a lot of work around the house uh, because uh, a friend of my daughter's wants to have her wedding here, so we're trying to get it sort of set up for that. Are you charging them the appropriate amount? Uh, yeah, nothing. Have you got insurance? <laughs> have you got insurance? That's our classic battle for the show. Yeah, yeah, no, the insurance is pretty cheap and it's easy enough to get. Um, so that's not a problem. We've awesome. had three weddings. We've had three weddings, three daughters, three weddings. So there you go. Keeps a, I'm a, I'm a believer in don't spend your don't spend your money on one day for a party. Uh, right on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. But, but so we're doing that. But I'm also still disassembling a whole bunch of these uh, kits that I picked up from a fellow club member who was selling them for. Uh, uh, um, a money drive for uh, the RCAF social group, uh, 447 wing. 
and anyway, um, I got a bunch of these. So a bunch of them, as the paint comes off, they're good solid resin kits. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, now I'm working on a couple uh, of uh, plastic ones that are not the best kits, but they're kind of interesting subjects. And one of them is the Savoia Marchetti S55X, uh, uh, which is the twin-hulled flying boat from the Oh, 1960s. nice, nice. Yeah, and it's uh, it's coming apart better than I thought. I mean, keeping it overnight in in this kind of purple stuff that uh, some other club members recommended to me just strips the paint right off. And so I got these little hulls here, two two of them. Just, mm. <laughs> I remember last week during during the build night, you were doing you were doing some of that, and we were all following along in baited well, trick- in baited anticipation. Yeah, but the tricky part was, and this was what I was doing on build night, was trying to pry the parts apart you know, along fragile glue yeah. lines without, yeah. without having things shatter. And that, uh, that was uh, more successful than I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. And I suspect mm-hmm. I'm going to come across, I got another one that I've wanted for years, a one one forty four scale Martin Mars bomber, Ooh, water bomber. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, th- these were all built by a modeler who was sort of not a bad modeler, but didn't have an airbrush. So most of them are hand painted. So thick paint. And, uh, you know, some, some paint lines and stuff like that. And, and, and also didn't necessarily sand all the seams and things like that. So taking them apart, cleaning them up and rebuilding them, it's kind of like, an, uh, I'm trying to try to bring them up to modern standards. So I'm looking forward to it. Ah. It's actually a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. And I, I figured it was going to be a struggle. And I know a lot of, a lot of guys will look at me and say, I'm stupid and crazy, but uh, I kind of enjoy this resurrection trick that, that, that I'm working on. So kind of fun. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right, Mr. Terry. Uh, well, my my <laughs> standard uh, post Wonderfest um, exhaustion, and then um, yeah, my routine is generally to clean the place up, <laughs> to clean this up after Wonderfest, get stuff out of there, figure out what mm-hmm. what needs to be built because I got those Babs's done. Babs's is done. That's right. And. Um, <laughs> And all this other stuff, I got a couple things I got to fix up, but uh, then figure out which of my half-built projects I want to try to get moving. Yeah, I keep debating. I should go back to the shelf of shame. Neil, the shelf Neil, of shame for the next one. Yeah, Neil and I were talking, and Anthony on the way back because Anthony drove out here, and then all three of us drove down to Wonderfest. Oh, cool. Fest. Okay. Yeah, so that was kind of nice. He was saying that to me, a rattle can like gloss aluminum and stuff he puts on and he does neil wins golds with his experiments yeah you know and that's it's like oh no i just put it in there it's like yeah but <laughs> um <laughs> that he said the rattle can lacquer is so glossy you put the airbrush rattle uh, the standard to me uh paint over it and you can just flake it off wow you don't need any uh you know hairspray or anything like that and I've got this Koenishi uh, Japanese fighter over there that I was playing around. I wasn't experimenting on that, but I was experimenting on another kit, just a, a paint mule to see what I could do. Interesting. So I wanna, I, you need to do that. Their their gray paint underneath was really pretty good, mm-hmm. but the top level paints would always flake off. I don't know if that was UV damage or something, maybe. Yeah. But um, it would just flake off like nothing. So maybe I'll apply some of Dave's techniques and get a good hard lacquer gloss coat on and then see if I can just put on a couple layers, thin layers of Tamiya green and flake it off with a toothpick. Well, I found, you know, again, I'm still reading the, uh, the history of the battle of Midway 
And uh, it's, again, more things I'm learning about the Japanese aircraft industry. It's, I'm kind of, there might be a Japanese aircraft or two one day in the future in my stash. Well, I mean, if there's something you don't have and you want, I might have doubles <laughs> of stuff. <so>. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All righty. Mr. Ward. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Shelf of doom. You know, I, I got to go back there. And, uh, you know, a while back, I started a beast uh, Academy 132nd F-18. Uh, I think I mentioned this on a prior yeah, podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, I'm not done uh, yet. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Go figure, right? Yeah, I hit the <laughs> shelf of doom. It got in the way of other stuff. So, you know, I know the pilot. Really want to build it for my brother-in-law. So my goal is to re-engage that and really get it done by October for our show here in Cincinnati. And then uh, hopefully you you'll make that a Christmas gift. So, you know, that's first on the agenda right now, you know, cleaned up, you know, Terry's bench. I don't know. It looks like organized chaos. I think you're in good shape, Terry. You know, it looks good from here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got back from Winterfest, cleaned up the bench, got rid of all the stuff that you know, was in the way. So now I'm ready to start building. So I've got that. Uh, I've got the USS Ward, um, you know, first uh, kill in World War II. I want to do that. And uh after that, it's on to Wonderfest uh, 24. So that's what's go. on the bench. Well, make, sure you, make sure you send me some box pictures of the ward. Yeah. And, we'll and where we are on the F-18. Because, yeah, you were working on that last time you were on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got sidetracked and, quite frankly, I uh, put it aside it and didn't touch it, it for a while. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. I think we all kind of do that. Like I said, I, I did a big clean and reorg on my workbench a couple of months ago. And I think once I get once I get the MIG done this week, but I'm off, I think there might be a round two. We'll see. Just what, is Terry, what is Terry playing with there? I, there's the head of the of the woolly rhino. I mean, look at the size of that. Piece. Holy cow, he's got a big horn. Yeah, but a, that's a horny rhino. And <laughs> there's our there's our. I was gonna tell the episode <laughs> post wonder fest. That's your outro. Now, the the yeah, horny rhino. Yeah. Now I'm really wondering what he's gonna do for the outro. Uh, <laughs> oh brother. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Sean's custom model twos. I should point out. He's got some new stuff coming out uh, soon, and Anthony and I are going to do a little video review. So look for that coming soon. It'll be available to our Patreons. But let's see what else he has to say today. Now we're going to talk a bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools, one of our other sponsors of the Scale Model Podcast. Some very cool things, both 3D printed and the Goodman Super Sanding Blocks. Let's start with the Microset and Microsole Decal Set Bottle Stand. This is... Uh, purposely designed for the microscale set and sole. Uh, most modelers over the years, they've tipped these bottles over. So uh, this is a very handy thing. At $14.95, you can uh, put them both together. They're printed in blue and red for easy identification. Comes with a black base, and they actually have little magnets on it, so it helps keep them in place. Definitely a good deal. I use mine all the time, and I can well recommend them. Let's talk a bit about those Goodman model super sanding blocks, namely the value pack combo for $28.99. You get the 80 grit, 180 grit, 220, 320, 400, and 600. Uh, just an amazing set, uh, just what you need. And you can also, uh, if you want, you can also get a, a sanding, super sanding block stand for it which also uh, really makes life a little bit easier, helps, helps things keep it organized. The other thing too is they have, they have the awesome model tape dispenser for uh, your various tapes. It's basically a 3D printed thing. You put spools of your tapes, it's got a little razor blade to help uh, cut it. And it's uh, 
really really good design uh, so yeah works out really well and yours for $19.95 so check out these and other amazing deals at seanscustommodeltools.com and uh, also on Facebook and tell them that the Scale Model Podcast sent you all right. Well, things we've seen, we can basically just say, go and look at Wonderfest pictures, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did all weekend. Yeah. I was living vicariously through you, through you guys, apart well, from the drinking part. Yeah. Same here. I was doing the same. Not, not, not as much drinking either. I'd be asleep, sleep by then. I did want to point out, uh, as you know, regular listeners, we did have the president of IPMS USA on last, last week, um, uh, David and we have not had an episode with so much interest as that one. That one, which is the interview segment and the full episode, uh, broke all records. Um, it's good to see, uh, you know, things happening again. I just want to reiterate that I was actually pretty impressed by some of the commentary out there in the Facebook groups and that it was reasonably civil and people wanted, wanted to look at change. Um, Mike, I'm putting you on the spot here as an I, because you're an IPMS chapter. Um, Was there any discussion down there? Yeah, we, we had some discussion, you know, we thought it was a rather uh, surprising, you know, article to start with, but Mm -hmm. uh, as we dug in deeper, you know, we thought, well, you know, uh, maybe some things need to be reviewed before they're put in print, you know, careful what you write. (laughs) (laughs) Or somebody always said, be careful what you put in print. So uh, I I think, you know, we we had a little discussion around it, but I think all in all, you know, this is a hobby for everybody. You can't limit it to just, uh, uh, a certain organization or club, you know, we come to the shows, you know, our shows, you know, it's not limited to IPMS members. We open it up to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you, you look at the, the slogan, you know, for modelers by modelers. So it's uh, you know, we, we, we welcome everybody. Uh, if yeah. you're in the club, fine. If not, that's fine too. You know, you're welcome to enter and you, you're, you're going to, we're going to judge your model and you could win an award. Yeah. There, there's no strengths attached. So exactly. uh, I think we just need to, you know, move forward and, you know, continue the hobby and support everybody. Excellent. Excellent. No, and that, that's it exactly. And I know, you know, David's indicated they want feedback if you have ways and, you know, they're in the area, there's going to be a lot of change. And we've, we've talked about this before on the show quite a bit. It's one of the reasons I started the podcast because there is the, the hobby's not dying. It's evolving um, just like the model railroad hobby or anything else. So definitely check that out. All right. So anyone else have any, have anything to add before we go to the outro? Bueller, nope. Bueller, Bueller, anyone? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. So we're getting uh, some more lightning out here, Stuart. Just yeah. letting you know. It's all right. Oh, well, we better get off the air. We better get off the air. Okay. So we're also sponsored by our good <laughs> friends at Return to Kitform. Uh, check out their web store, return the number two, kitform.com. You're looking for mass for your Macross. You see, like Terry, you see, like, sorry, not Terry's, Anthony's, Anthony's uh, Valkyrie at the show and some other ones. You want some mass? Check them out for those, for the canopies. Um, For more modeling podcast goodness, check out the other modeling podcasts at modelpodcast.com. There you can find a whole page of all the other different podcasts. Check them all out. As always, try and leave us a positive review, preferably five-star. It does help get the podcast out to more people potentially, and we can find some more listeners. We do have a page on Facebook, YouTube, of course, and our very own website, scalemodelpodcast.com. And that's where you can see our amazing show notes, our amazing show pictures, and our brand new merchandise page. I had to get that in there. So I had to get that in there. Had yeah. to get that in. Don't forget the merch. So for episode 119, my name is Stuart Clark. 
And I'm Jeff Hyland. That's Michael Ward. Don't Michael forget. Ward, Cincinnati, <laughs> Ohio, <laughs> representing track. Cincinnati Scout Modelers. There you go. <laughs> and I'm Terry Measley reminding you not to forget your bottle opener. Excellent. <laughs> well done. Thank you and be well. <laughs>